This podcast is meant for mature audiences only and contains strong sexual language. I'm the Bomber. And I'm the Bell. And we are a black married professional couple. And on this podcast, we share our experiences and tips as we traverse the swinger lifestyle. Welcome to the Black and Kinky Lifestyle. All right, welcome to episode 11. And today we got a lot to talk about, but we are somewhat tired. I I can't believe it's like Saturday night already. Why are we so tired? But I'm glad it's Saturday because I kind of felt like it was Sunday and then I remembered it was Saturday and that made me happy. That must have been the greatest feeling in the world. It it was. It really was. Like Sundays suck to me. Like, even in the morning, like, you, you just know Monday's coming. It's yeah. like the, you know, the calm before the storm. Saturday is just such a fresher day. Mm-hmm. Friday night's even better. But why are we particularly tired right now? Because we were out to, like, 5 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> I cannot believe we did that. <laughs> I mean, we had a good time. We did have a good time. So first of all, we went to a swinger lounge mm-hmm. uh, last night. Yeah, uh, we met up with a few friends. Met met some interesting folks there. We ran into a poly couple. Well, oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so what 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 was that? Well, because I don't know. I well, you know, I don't know they like, but just for talk, just from talking to them. I don't know, like, how poly they were. Mm-hmm. So I think what you were saying before is that it sounded like they had ventured into the lifestyle via poly right. relationship. Mm-hmm. So, so the poly lifestyle, um, and for all the poly folks listening, I know that's not what you call it, but just bear with us. Mm-hmm. Um, that was their entrance into non-monogamy. Right. And it seemed like they liked it. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I had been talking to the, to the female partner for quite a while and, you know, we, we had all had a lot to drink. I mean, the mm-hmm. hosts of the, the owners of the club were like pouring us shots, um, and, and God blessed them cause they were a lot of fun, <laughs> but, uh, we were pretty hammered and this girl clearly was hammered because mm-hmm. she just kept telling me. Uh, well, she was trying to convince me to engage in this poly world. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we got into a debate about why, you know, what, 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 what is it that works? Now, we don't know what a lot about poly, but I'm going to just polyamorous relationships, but I'll just say that I'm developing a respect for them. Not an interest in pursuing them, <laughs> but I'm developing a respect for them. Um, but we'll have a episode on that. Um, at some point. But I did want to play. I mean, she did intrigue me. Like, I did want to play with her, but you didn't want to play with him. Nope. So, that just didn't quite work out. But why why, why didn't you want to play with him? Oh, I wasn't attracted to him. You wasn't attracted to him? At all. So, there was nothing he could have did that no. would have made you attracted to him? I mean, I think we talked about, like... Like, we were having a good conversation. He was, you know, able to hold a good conversation. I was also drunk, so who knows <laughs> if I was having a good conversation. Um... But he was kind of, like, just there. Like, I don't know if he was interested in me at all because he didn't do any kind of flirtatious behavior to suggest that he was attracted to me and interested. But I still wasn't fucking him. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> yeah, but that would have been that that would have been that would have been tension building for you. Yes, yes, of uh, course. Um, and that that might not have solidified your decision to sleep with him, but at least it would have. Huh. Okay, this is nice. Yeah, that's that's what it would have did mm -hmm. for you. Um, so he needed to shoot a shot. Yeah, tell him. But before we get back to that, um, let me just say today's episode uh, is really going to be about. Um, it's going to be just a short topic about website profiles, like lifestyle website profiles. We're just going to talk about like what you know, what what to do with those. Um, uh, some folks um, are you know starting to get on SLS and Cassidy and all these different websites. Um, and we'll have another episode about I me mean, what website might work best for you. But we're just going to talk about some of the content that you want to include on your profile. Um, so that'll be a short topic. There's a lot of other things we're going to talk about, but I wanted to first get back to what you just mentioned. So we would, we were in the car and we were talking about this interaction you had with this man. And I feel like you blew my mind at some point. So one thing I want to tell the, the folks that are listening is that this was an interracial couple. The woman, I think she was like, uh, Mideastern or something like mm -hmm. that. Um, and the, the gentleman was white. Mm -hmm. Um, and so he was, he was, talking to you and there's a theory we had about about this um do you remember what 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 we said about what might have been behind his and his uh uh hesitation and um this was just a theory might not even be true but i think it was like he would he didn't know how to approach you right which didn't make sense exactly because i think what we talked about is what was interesting is that where he grew up was a predominantly black and hispanic neighborhood like spent his whole life there like being an, a minority as a white man which is does not happen often mm -hmm. <laughs> um and then recently moved to a predominantly white neighborhood where he's you know back in the mix of fray or whatever um and so but you were saying, I think, that it felt like he might have been intimidated by you standing there, mm -hmm. like, right next to me. Because we were, what we were saying, we were, like, all standing together, but, um, like, we were, me and the guy were having a one-on-one -on -one conversation, and you and the girl were having a one-on-one -on -one conversation. Mm -hmm. Um so he might have been, there was some suspicion that he might have been intimidated by me. And that might not even be true, right? Mm -hmm. It's just, but, but, uh, but whether it's true or not is, is irrelevant. I think what you did say was, if in your head mm -hmm. you believed that he was somewhat aware of my presence, mm -hmm. and if he made his move anyway, mm -hmm. that would have turned you on. Yes. Why would that have turned you on? I don't know. I've been talking back and forth about having this, like, I don't know, known experience, I guess. So, like, having, like, not just the swapping, not just the the, the sex swapping, but, like, the flirtatious mm -hmm. swapping and mm -hmm. being seen with that. I don't know. Like, making other people uncomfortable. Yes. <laughs> yes, that, that's one thing. So that's one thing you wanted to try. I know there's a name for this, but, but outside of that, I think what I was trying to get at was, like, you, you're, you're, you like to be desired. Yes. And so if he had made a move, and in your head, that was, he was making that move despite his concern about me, my... Yeah, he's got to be bold. He's got to be, you know, show mm -hmm. some initiative, something. Right. And so I think 
that would say to you, and, and just tell me if I'm wrong, it would say to you that he is so strongly attracted and drawn to you that he is willing to risk his personal safety. Oh, I did say that. <laughs> I remember this now. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> now you understand? Is it, yeah. is it all coming together for you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> remember, like, very drunk, okay? <laughs> yes, you gotta be willing to risk it all. That's what I said. <laughs> risk it all. That's right. And that was something that, that would have turned you on despite not being physically attracted yes. to him. And, and that was so profound to me. Mm. Um, but it just reinforces just the, the way our brains work. Mm. Like that, that concoction of, uh, um, uh, seduction, that concoction of, uh, the, the, the belief that this person wants you so bad. Like that is what gets they your vagina wet. Yeah. Yes. Risking it all. So I just wanted to, I, I, I thought it was brilliant because I think there are a lot of women who feel that way as well. Mm. Like when they when they have that moment where where they're saying to themselves like, "Whoa, this dude got some balls." Okay, mm -hmm. um, wow, he really wants me that much. This is serious. Mm -hmm. um, that's that can be a big plus for some folks. Um, um, all right, so that was our night. We ended up after that going to a we ended up going to a casino. <laughs> oh. This was your idea. It was my idea because I wasn't ready to go home. Like we, mm -hmm. so at the at the club, we didn't we played with each other, but we mm -hmm. didn't we talked to couples, but we didn't play with anyone else. Um, but it was I still had a good time. It was still a fun night, but it just the night didn't seem over yet to me, and so I was like, let's just go see what's happening. Now we were. We had a few drinks there as well. Well, you had a few. Oh, yeah, that's right. I you... was on soda water at that point. <laughs> right. And then you, you, we were, we, we went to get some pizza and then you were flirting with a guy on the line. Yes. Which was fine with me because I was just sort of. I was in I was in pizza mode at that point. Um, and I was <laughs> you, you had already passed out. Like your brain had passed out, mm -hmm. but your body was just still going. Yeah. <laughs> just like get through the night. Yeah. Yeah. Because like you stopped talking. <laughs> like you stopped responding to stuff. You were just like just like a robot, like just going through the motions. Yeah. Like most critical functions were, were on at that point. Everything yeah. else shut down. Mm. Um but did the guy have a girlfriend with him? That's the part I couldn't remember. I remember there was a girl with him. Yeah, there were there were two girls with him, mm -hmm. but neither of them were his girlfriend. Okay. I don't know who. The, I guess they were just friends. I yeah, and, and I think you said something like, "Do you got a girlfriend?" Because if you did, this can go somewhere. Yeah, I did. Uh, but if you don't, then it, <laughs> you know, th that was interesting. It was just a funny time. One, one, one of our bucket list things, I guess, on our bucket list is to turn a vanilla couple. Yeah. Um, but flip of vanilla. Flip of vanilla couple. That's right. Hasn't happened yet, though. All right. Um. Before we jump into the topic, and like I said, it'll be a short one. I just, I just wanted to address something. It's, it's been, it's been on my heart for a while. Um, and you know, there, are, there are YouTubers out there that'll talk about this. There are a lot of men who will try to push this narrative, and there are, I think, in the media, we tend to hear this a lot, and that is the following: fifty percent of marriages will ultimately end in divorce. Mm -hmm. Now. Can I ask you a question? 
Sure. Do you enjoy being married? I do. I enjoy being married too. <laughs> and I know a lot of friends who enjoy well, I, I know friends, I have friends who, that enjoy being married. But I wanted to talk about this statistic. So before I get into my feelings about it, <laughs> <laughs> do you have, I feel like you've been, this is getting really this, intense. This, yes. Okay. <laughs> what do you think about that? Is that something that made you fear marriage, like this 50% no. divorce thing? No. Why? I mean, that just, that don't have anything to do with me. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's not, <laughs> that's not in my, uh, um, like, my thing is, unless you beating me. <laughs> that's it. As long I mean, as that's yeah. not happening. Yeah. As long as I'm not being abused, like, we can figure this shit out. Right. First, but this again. Okay. So, that being said, you also have to go into the marriage in the right way, with the right person, with the right expectations, and be open and willing to to work it out and like not think of divorce as the default Mm -hmm. so you know my thinking of marriage before we got married was like you pick one partner to marry and that's it yeah that that's you figure that shit out till one of y'all dies Exactly. I'm so glad you said that. So (laughs) this is is really interesting. Now, I don't know if you remember, and this is off, this might sound off topic, but um, one of the things that um, I used to hear a lot when I was a kid, um, one of the biggest health scares was about heart disease. Mm -hmm. A lot of people were talking about like bad cholesterol, you know, cholesterol high, mm-hmm. foods high in fat, you know, they contribute to your risk of getting heart disease and heart disease is the number one killer. Mm-hmm. Do you remember that now? Yeah. Heart disease is the number one killer. Heart disease is the number one killer. And I just remember as a kid, I was like, I don't understand what the big deal was. There has to be a number one killer. <laughs> I don't get it. Like, right. the number one killer is heart disease. Big fucking deal. I mean, if the number one killer was AIDS, that would be a problem. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. AIDS, is, that could take you out at any time. Uh-huh. But heart disease? Yeah, you get old. <laughs> you right. get a heart disease. You get a heart attack, stroke. It's over. You know, I, I just didn't. I never thought it was a big deal. Actually, I thought it was one of the most useless statistics ever peddled by the media. <laughs> Until I heard 50% divorce rate, Mm -hmm. which is another useless statistic. And I wish people would stop using it as an excuse to not get married. Here's why. Mm -hmm. Like you said, we get married and you know what? We're going to figure this out until one of us dies. (laughs) Um, And I loved that you said that because we talk about... 50%, 50%, first of all, the 50% of marriages end in divorce. Again, useless statistic. I'll talk about why. But let's just say we were going to use that statistic. If 50% of marriages end in divorce, how do the other 50% of marriages end is the question. And why don't we ever talk about them? Mm-hmm. And you just answered that question. <laughs> the motherfuckers just die. <laughs> you die. Like, think about that shit for a second. <laughs> If your marriage, if your marriage lasts, <laughs> it ends in death. <laughs> like, like, it's a bad ending no matter what. Like, <laughs> 
Nobody talks about the other fifty percent. And let me and and let's let's be honest here. Mm-hmm. If you had a choice in how your marriage was going to end, and that choice was guided by the degree of suffering <laughs> oh. that that end would bring, divorce is actually the better option. Because <laughs> number one, you choose it, yeah. and number two. You can still talk to each other. You can rekindle something mm-hmm. if it ends in divorce. Um, and you know what? If you got kids, you know, there's child support, alimony. You know, there's something there. Mm-hmm. If it ends in death, that's really going to suck <laughs> for everybody. <laughs> like, losing your partner to death? Mm-hmm. That That's... Re- I mean, I couldn't imagine it. It's something either you or I are going to have to deal with. Mm-hmm. I hope it's you. <laughs> um <laughs> I hope I die first. I don't want to, oh I, don't, I, 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 don't, I don't I don't want you to be the first one to go. And statistically, I will yes. be the first one yes. to go. So anyway, for all of you guys that are married out there, I'm sorry to bring this, <laughs> this grim news to you. But your marriage is going to end with some bad news, no matter what. Okay? So the 50% divorce rate, again, useless statistic, because no matter what, it's it's going to end badly. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you're worried about divorce, um, there's a lot of other things you need to be worried about. Because <laughs> number one, you're going to die too. Like your <laughs> like like your end is going to be sad. Yeah. Um, so um, people just need to 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 deal with it. Shit is going to happen in your life, and you're just going to have to deal with it. If a divorce happens, you're going to have to just deal with that. Yeah. Um, so that's just not an excuse not to get married. So um, the other excuse that I hear about, and I get back to this statistic, is that um, marriage, right? Why get married is just a piece of paper. Have you heard that one? Oh, yeah. So when you hear that one, does that like, has that has that made you hesitate as well? Like, what, what, what for? It's just a piece of paper. Why get married? What's the point? I mean, I never bought into that either. Mm-hmm. Um, because, I mean, there's a lot of things that we could label as just a piece of paper yes. that have a lot of weight <laughs> and um and power. Right. Um you know, so your deed to your house is just a piece of paper. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> your birth certificate is just a piece of paper. <laughs> But you ain't gonna be like fuck those, <laughs> like, <laughs> right? No, money. That's also paper. Yeah, Lots that's of right. paper mm-hmm. <laughs> um, that can mean the difference between life and death. Mm-hmm. Um, those degrees that you have, mm-hmm. just a piece of paper. That paycheck, <laughs> just a piece of paper. There's a lot of piece of papers out there that we have a society have agreed mean shit. Mm-hmm. So it's not just. A piece of paper. I want to get back to this divorce rate. Just one more point I wanted to make because again, this really upsets me. And I hope I hope <laughs> yes, people absolutely. that are listening to this, like, and and you're thinking about getting married, like you throw some of these points in 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 folks' face when they when they start talking about you know um, you know marriage not being important because it, it's it's a running narrative and I'm, it's just getting me really upset. Um, so the other thing about um, the divorce rate, 50% divorce rate. Um, the reason why it's also a bad statistic is like, let's say we ended up getting divorced 20 years from now. Mm-hmm. Like if we knew our marriage was going to end in divorce 20 years from now, would we have still bothered getting married? Like, I don't know your answer to that question, 
But my answer is, I would definitely do it all over again because I got some good years out of that right. marriage. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right? Um, and so the 50% divorce rate tells you nothing about how long the marriages actually last before they reach that end. If folks were driven by um, not doing things because they were going to end badly at some point, mm -hmm. um, let's apply that to some other things. Let's apply that to an automobile. Mm -hmm. No matter what, if you buy a car right now, it will fail on you. Yep. It is inevitable. Mm -hmm. It will fail on you. Does that mean you're just not going to buy a vehicle? No. <laughs> you want some good miles out of that car. Yeah. Um, you will have some good years in your marriage, provided that you choose the right partner. Um, so the divorce is something that shouldn't scare you. I mean, if you're going to let that scare you, this divorce coming up at you at the by the uh, end of the line, I mean, you're going to die. So <laughs> be afraid of that, too. What's the point of living? You're going to die. The, the death rate is 100%. Forget that. The divorce rate's 50%. The death rate is 100%. 100%. It's a 100% death rate. So why not just kill yourself? Like, get it done now. Tired of people making excuses not to get married. Okay? Um, now, there's some folks out there that are worried about losing it all. You know, if they get married, losing all of what? Losing their money, fifty percent alimony. Okay, <laughs> um, yo, man, it's not it's not a time in our history where we should stop getting married. It's a time in our history where we need to be honest about prenups. Mm -hmm. Okay, that's something that's debatable. Talk about prenups. Um, there is still a gender issue in marriage, and certainly when it comes to uh, child custody cases. Um, uh, and, um, and some of that stuff needs to be discussed, but it's, it, but marriage isn't the problem. It's really about some of those, um, some of those norms that we're not, uh, we're not necessarily challenging around prenups. Um, yo, and if somebody, if you bring up a prenup, whether you're a male or female, you bring up a prenup before, you know, you're ready to ask somebody to marry you and they're like, they're not signing no prenup. Well, hey, then I guess you can't marry them. Um, <laughs> I mean, I, I, I don't think there's anything wrong with telling people like, listen, you believe in marriage. You want to build family. Um, you respect the institution of marriage, but you're just not doing it without signing a prenup. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that's that's a conversation worth having. All right. So enough about enough about that. I'd be curious to see what other people think about marriage. Um but I just needed to get that off my chest. And just to be clear, we're not in the lifestyle to prevent divorce. Like, <laughs> yes. Like, we didn't get... We're, we're not like, let's stave off divorce by fucking other people. Like, if we weren't in the lifestyle, like, we wouldn't be headed in that direction. Mm -hmm. Like, again, this is a, a bonus. Like, this is something that we've added mm -hmm. that enhances but it's not like a preventative yeah measure. yeah and uh, honestly there'll be like you know weeks that go by where we won't go to an event we won't you know go on dates with other couples and it's not it's not that big a deal sometimes <laughs> you know we're busy doing other stuff right, but yeah. we very much enjoy our marriage with or without the mm -hmm. lifestyle 
Um, and, you know, I would encourage people to make efforts in, in going in that direction. Just make sure you're still enjoying each other. Marriage is a beautiful thing. Um, but also I want to acknowledge that there are some marriages, not all marriages are created equal. There are some really unhealthy marriages out there. Mm -hmm. I think it is better to be alone than be in an unhealthy relationship. Mm -hmm. Um, <clears throat> even if you, even if you need to be a single parent, it's just, it's better for everybody. Mm -hmm. Um, all right. So to today's topic, um, profiles yes. online profiles on swinger websites there's a bunch of swinger websites out there uh we prefer sls but the cassidy's also, cassidy's the other big one and then there are a few smaller ones around the country um one thing i will say um is you know we'll, we'll talk about websites in a little bit more detail in another episode but depending on what area of the country you're in there are some websites that will uh benefit you more than others so three things Pictures, content, and what to look out for, um, and uh, what to um, what to prevent um, and what to avoid. So, pictures. Um, so I, I just want to say that there were a couple of pictures that I saw um, that there's some pictures on SLS that I saw that I really liked in the last couple of days, mm -hmm. and then there are some that I really didn't like. <laughs> And I want to talk about one that I didn't like. Mm. So I'm going to describe this to you. Okay. So the image, uh, the image was from a woman that was taken, like somebody was on top of her with a camera, like wasn't touching her or anything, mm -hmm. but she was in the bathtub. Okay. And the bathtub was partially full of water, with mm -hmm. water. Um, and she was fully nude and she was just laying there. Mm -hmm. No pose, no nothing. She was just laying just there. Just laying in the bathtub? Yeah, just laying in the bathtub, butt ass naked. But there was water in the bathtub. There was water in the bathtub. But no bubbles. No bubbles. Okay. Okay. You could already see why I didn't like <laughs> mm -hmm. this picture. Why do, why, why do you think this picture just sort of... Because you could see everything. You can see everything. So mm -hmm. it didn't leave a lot to the imagination. Right. So that was one reason. So I talk about that a lot. Um, and the other reason was... Um, so that that was really the, it, and then the water looked like dirty. I mean, it's weird. Um, <laughs> so the bathtub thing. I think there could have been some easy ways of making the picture look sexier. Mm -hmm. So if she had just turned and lifted her leg and gotten in sort of a sexy position mm -hmm. in the water, just a just like a few inches, and it could have become a really sexy image. Um, because I think you can still go fully nude as long as you're, like, posed right. in a way that's leaving something to the imagination. Instead of, like, just laying like a dead body. A dead body? Oh, my gosh. You're just, you're just hitting all the right points. <laughs> in the bathtub. Yes. This is what I'm talking about, okay? Like, there are so many other places in our lives where we're supposed to be nude. So one of them is when we're taking a bath, right? right? How often do you get turned on just because you're taking a bath? I don't, I don't think so. No. <laughs> um, and honestly... Shower, maybe. Yeah. I mean, depending. I mean, if you know you're being watched, yeah. you'll probably take your shower differently than if you well, weren't yeah. being watched. Mm -hmm. um, and that's the thing. Like, what would be different? You know that when you're taking a shower, you're not being sexy. You're just washing yourself. Yeah. But if you were filmed, then, you know, what are some things you might do differently when you're taking a shower if you're being filmed? Just well, it's like, you know, um, 
like rubbing <clears throat> slower, like slower motions. Yep. Focusing on certain parts. Um, definitely like how how I stand or like am under the water or you know the positioning of my body. Just be watching out for those angles, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, and that's what I'm talking about. Like, have you? I've I've been to nude beaches before. Mm-hmm. And when you been to a nude beach? It's I've I've been to a nude beach just. You ain't been to a nude beach with me. Well, no, I stumbled onto nude beaches by accident. <laughs> Twice. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know how that's possible. Well, okay. it's it's possible. Um, you got to look out for them. <laughs> no, the reason why I bring up nude beaches is because if you've ever been on one, you know that like it's not. Like, I wouldn't describe it as a sexy scene. Because mm-hmm. there's a whole lot of old titties. Well, there's a lot of old titties, but even if there weren't old titties, and there'd be a few young ones, but, like, nudity in and of itself isn't sexy. Mm-hmm. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like, after a while, you get sort of numb to it. Mm-hmm. And so what I see on uh, what I see on um, website profiles is just people with no clothes on just fucking standing there. <laughs> um, and... Like, that's not sexy in and of itself. Mm-hmm. Like, you, like, when you go into a morgue, there are a bunch of people just laying down with no <laughs> clothes on. It's like, it's not sexy, you know? Yeah. Um, so. So try. Yes. <laughs> try to be sexy. You don't have to have the best body in the world, but angle, pose if you're going to go fully nude. You know, just, just remember, you don't just want to look like a corpse. Like, if you have a um a full length mirror, just stand in the mirror and pose. I do this all the time, actually. <laughs> Naked and like find your angles, because there's certain angles where I know if I'm gonna be photographed, I'm gonna look amazing, like fucking bomb. And there's other if you shoot me front, like full front on, that is not cute. Mm-hmm. We no, we not doing that over here. No. No. So, like, look in the mirror and see what looks sexy, how you can turn your body. If you need to turn your hips a certain way and mm-hmm. arch your back and, you know, stand up straight. like Right. Those kind of things. Yeah, and the, um, yeah, and another picture I saw. So, that was one woman I saw. And then I saw a guy. And uh, so, this one guy took a picture of himself in the mirror. <laughs> And it's one of those pictures where it looked like he just woke up and said, oh, it looks like I need to put a, put a picture on SLS or Cassidy or whatever website. And he just snapped a picture. Didn't brush his hair. Mm-hmm. Didn't fix. I mean, there was a hole in his shirt. Like, you know, his shirt mm-hmm. was partially tucked in. The mirror was stained. Mm-hmm. The, I mean, there Come was so now. much wrong. Um Try that is not an that is not effort. There, there's no way you can convince me that this guy tried. Um, but so there were a couple of pictures that I really liked on SLS. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna see. If, so look at those three images. Mm. Um, I like the first one. So what is what is it that you like about the first one? She's posed. Mm-hmm. She's not fully nude. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a little mysterious. Yes. Mystery. Um, the same thing that gets the mind aroused is the same thing that gets us really afraid. Mm -hmm. Um, and that is when we see something we don't understand and we have to think. Mm 
Um, so that woman is Ugh. bent over. Oh. Okay, I'm trying to explain the first picture. I know. I ran into this bathtub picture. It does look like a dead body. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it, yeah. it looks like straight up somebody threw a dead body in a bathtub <laughs> with some water. Yeah. Who did this? Why? <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> so bad. Yeah, it's 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 not a good look. So, um, but the first picture you described, the woman was bent over. So the camera was behind her. She bent over slightly. She was wearing like a black thong. Mm -hmm. um, and you can't see her face, um, but she sort of arced her back. Mm -hmm. And it's just this really sexy pose. Very simple, mm -hmm. right? I mean, you know, it doesn't take a lot of rocket science, but you bend over. Your ass looks rounder. Mm -hmm. um, you know, your legs are flexed a little bit. Everything just looks really sexy. Did you see another one you didn't like? Um, well, there's this one where this girl, she's like bent forward mm -hmm. and like the camera is like shooting her titties. Yeah. So the camera's facing her from yeah. the front and she's bent over like you're looking at down at her cleavage. Yeah, but she don't have no cleavage. <laughs> <laughs> but so. she has, yeah. So she has a bra on, I think, or yes. something like that. Yeah, but like her titties just aren't big enough for what she's trying to do. Yeah. <laughs> so I guess the lesson there is to just know what works for your body right. type. Um, mm -hmm. Now, there's this one image that I think is really sexy. Oh, my gosh. I love that picture. So I love it. So it's a picture. A guy is on a bed, laying on a bed with boxers on, but he's, like, in the background. So he's out of focus. In the foreground is a woman... With a man's shirt on, just a man's shirt on, so her her leg, you can see, her, you know, her bare leg, which I think is really sexy. I yeah. love when 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 women do that. And then she she's holding her thong, her g string in her hand, right by her hip, and yeah. that's really sexy. That is really it, sexy. It tells a story. Now you don't have to do all of this because that's a lot, mm -hmm. um, but it tells a story and it it brings intrigue. Like, did they just fuck? Like, who is this woman? Mm -hmm. Why she ain't got no panties on? Yeah. Like, what's happening here? It's just very yeah. sexy. What did you say? The brain is the biggest sex organ. Yes. And I really, I, that, that's a good picture. Yeah. Yeah, that's the, that's probably the best picture I've seen in the last week or so. Unless you're using them for face pics, don't be trying to repurpose your vanilla pics. Like, this is one. This lady is, like, on a beach chair, mm -hmm. but she's, like, about to get up. And someone took her picture, and it's just like, why? <laughs> oh yeah, that's that's weird. Um, yeah, very awkward pose. Right. There. She's like, she's like, it's like she ca got caught off guard. Mm -hmm. But it's not. There's nothing sexy about that picture. Please don't wear grandma panties. Yeah, I was just. Pictures. I thought. I th yeah, granny <laughs> panties don't work well. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, it I, it's almost better just to put jeans on, fitting jeans, if you mm -hmm. want. If you don't want to show your your genitals. Like, I don't these girls with no titties bending over trying to show some cleavage <laughs> yeah see those don't work see like if you don't have like if if your cleavage isn't on point there's just certain photos that don't don't like and it's really not well. it's not like you have to have big titties just show something else <laughs> like yes, yeah. that, that's it like if you lean over and your titties are touching together mm -hmm. like they are sitting all the way on the other sides of your chest still. Yeah. <laughs> like, 
and all you seeing is a whole lot of flat chest. Don't don't take a picture like that. That's not cute. Mm-hmm. That's all I'll say about pictures. If folks want to get feedback on their pictures, be sure to email them to us. All right. So what should you have on your profile? So what kind of content should go on a profile? Definitely what you're looking for. You know, information about yourselves. Um, so your sexual orientation, your age, you know, your interests. If you have a specific, you're into BDSM or, you know, have a specific fantasy or something like that, that kind of stuff. Um, and a little, a little bit that shows what your personality is. So mm-hmm. it's, it's hard because you don't, you're not trying to put a whole book on there, but you do want to have some kind of content that shows that, you know, are y'all funny? Like what kind of people mm-hmm. and something that's going to draw me in to, you know, click on your profile and send you a message. Now, pictures are going to do a lot of that, but I also like to read the profiles just to see, you know, what folks are talking about. One of the things I tend to despise people doing is, like, putting, like, two sentences on their profile. Like, we want... So, so one profile I saw was, like, you know, we're looking for like-minded couples. Um, We enjoy sex. Looking for (laughs) friendship. Ask sex. us, and we'll be happy to tell, and that that's that's it. I would hope you would enjoy sex. Right. <laughs> Some of those... I mean, yeah. I mean, you know, you don't have to write an essay, but honestly, I mean, like you said, um, so one, one of the things that you can put up, put out there is like some of your rules. You don't have to like go into super detail, yeah. but like, like if, if you, you don't want single males, you know, a lot of people put, you know, no single males or single males need not apply. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> or if you're, you know, we have to be in the same room kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Same room is a big one. I think that's, mm-hmm. that's a rule. Um, not taking one for the team. Mm-hmm. We, we all play together or we don't play at all. Um, so stuff like that. Um, the other thing is, uh, I think one, one, so some, some, some of the stuff is obvious. So there are a lot of cliches you'll see on profiles. So for example, D and D free. Yeah. And you know, that means what, what is that? Drug and disease free. Yeah. Which is kind of an interesting thing to say. Um, I kind of avoid saying things like that. Um, because it's like, I don't, I don't, I mean, like, I don't have HIV. Don't worry. Um, it's just kind of, it's kind of weird. It's like, we're using condoms anyway. Um, like, and I honestly don't take verbal, verbal verification of being disease free seriously. Right. Um, Mm -hmm. you know, if you're not seeing paperwork, you can't, you can't assume anything. So Mm -hmm. it's just, you know, and then the whole drugs thing. Um, <laughs> I mean, I'm like, damn, like, which drugs? Like, what are we talking about here? <laughs> like, are we talking about heroin? Yeah. Right. Like, are we talking meth or are we talking, like, a little bit of weed? Yeah, like... I, there, there's a broad spe- spectrum when we talk about drugs. I'm saying, like, so if I if I smoke weed, like, is that a problem for you? You know, <laughs> I, I, I dabble in a little bit. You know, I might, I might smoke a spliff, a bowl, a bong hit. <laughs> you know, whatever. Um, is that going to be a problem for you? I don't know. It's just like, you know, it's again, it's just kind of a weird thing. So I, I'd say avoid those kind of cliches. The other one is um, height and weight pro- proportional. People who say they're height and weight proportional, which is another way of saying they're kind of in shape, but 
not may not necessarily mean no that. right uh, <laughs> okay i guess if you if you big it means you got big titties and a big ass right you, you <laughs> curved right you curved right right um i think your pictures could, should should be show, right. <laughs> showing a lot of that um and let 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 people let people judge on their own whether or not you're physically um you know appealing enough mm-hmm. in terms of the fitness department um so the you know hwp is what people will write mm. but it's like but it's like what do i really need to say that or can no because just... you can see that from the pictures yeah you should be able to see that from the pictures right and if you have a question ask for my pictures okay all right <laughs> so that's actually not on our profile we don't say prefer height we say prefer fit yeah Oh, we do? Um, I didn't know that. Or we might, uh, I think we prefer in, we, we might say in shape or something like that. Mm-hmm. And it's really, a, it's less about like looking really hot and more about like making sure that you can keep up. Oh. Th- th- that's really what it's about <laughs> there. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so also I think what's a good idea to put out there is like what kind of communication you prefer so if yeah you're, uh, so if you're like on kick or mm-hmm. whatsapp or you know you only want um text or something like that yeah it's helpful to know which a lot of people are on kick not everybody but a lot of people yeah a lot of people use kick and i i prefer kick because kick doesn't require you to share your number or anything like that um and you know it's it's just it's it's safe uh, the other thing I ran into a few times that I don't think a lot of people talk about when it comes to profiles is like is like the negative ranting profiles. Oh, I don't like those. So I think I read one to you. Mm-hmm. Do you remember what this one said or what? The I don't know. I just was? remember it was like really intense, and they were like, "We don't want this. Y'all can't do this." Yeah. And I was like, "Okay." Yeah. Yeah. I just, I, I don't, I, I really, it's, it's weird when you read those profiles. It's just not a pleasant experience. Mm-hmm. It's like, you better do this if you want this. And we don't like this. We're tired of this. So just right. make sure it's you like, don't do that. Like we don't, we don't send pics if y'all don't send pics. We, you know, it has to be equal. Something, you know, yeah. stuff bullshit like that. Like, oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't and it's like profile. in all caps. Right. So it's internet yelling, which is really unnecessary. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, somebody actually said you have to have at least 13 pictures open for us to see in order for us to even start a conversation. It's just like, something weird why like that. 13. Mm-hmm. I guess an unlucky number. Yeah. Yeah, but it's like what what's what's the deal? Like what if I have 13 terrible pictures up? Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like what if I like I'd, I'd rather have like five great pictures than like 20 like okay pictures. Mm-hmm. Um so it's just some of those weird requests and those kind of rants just don't really work on profiles. Talk about what you like, talk about what your interests are, talk about, you know, just inside and outside the be- uh, the bedroom interest, you know, um but I'd say, you know, make sure your profiles are complete. There shouldn't be any blank spaces. Um, and stay away from the just ask us and, and we'll tell you lines. Because it's like, I don't even know if I want to talk to you. Um, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, so why the mystery? Why, why force people to get in touch with you? But, you know, every, you know, to each his own. Um, you know, if you have good reasons for um, putting that kind of stuff on your profile, then so be it. Um, so what to look out for. So what do you think people should look out for when they're, when they're looking at profiles, um, or, or when it comes to posting their profile on the internet? Um, 
don't try don't put any personal information on there or anything identifiable um so like we cover up tattoos in our pictures or make sure that pictures or tattoos aren't shown or anything like that um any kind of like identifiable markers um like don't put your phone number or anything on the profile like your mm-hmm. ad- like basic yeah internet awareness yeah <laughs> um so um so I was going to mention, stay, just be aware that there are fake profiles out there. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they'll be really obvious. Like I saw this one profile where dude literally used the, a picture a, a picture from a pornographic website that I've seen a million times, mm-hmm. um, you know, as his main profile picture. And then he had other pictures that were just obscure. They would show like half the face of a female mm-hmm. and maybe him next to her. And then... It, like unnecessary obscurity mm-hmm. um, is a tactic like some single guys might use to make it look like they have um, they have a partner when they don't. Yeah, watch out for profiles where if it's a couple and you only see one part of the couple, like there's either only pictures of the girl mm-hmm. or there's only pictures of the guy. Or their their pictures are separate, like they don't have any pictures together. Yeah, that's a good one. That's yeah. a good one. That's not that's not obvious sometimes. Yeah. Because there are couples, there are individual singles posing as couples because you know they want to play with couples. Sometimes that's not a terrible thing, mm-hmm. but it's like dishonest. Yeah. Um, so you know, I'd, I'd say watch out for that stuff. So um, if you're a couple, post some pictures of y'all together. Yeah. Um, don't feel obligated to share information with those who request it. Some people might say, "Yo, send me." You know, send me more pictures, send me a face picture or something like that. Um, you know, if you don't want, if you don't want to do that stuff, don't, don't get sold into sending any of that information. If you had dramatic shifts in your physical appearance, mm-hmm. update your photos. Yep. Like, if you lost a lot of weight, if you gained a lot of weight, if you've had com- cosmetic surgery or something else going on. Update your photos. Do not you you don't want to be in a situation where you have old photos up there and you're communicating with somebody and they think they're getting one thing and you show and same for you mm-hmm. and you show up or they show up and it's somebody a stranger completely different because um, that's not a happy situation for anybody. Mm-hmm. So keep your photos up to date and it's not like oh then people won't you know want to you know talk to us or whatever just people want to know that you're real like they want to mm-hmm. know who they're actually yeah. talking to and communicating with so do that now like if you just change your hairstyle that's not necessary yeah, no. but like physical major body changes update your photos yeah yeah and i'd say um you know uh i think you might have mentioned putting your fantasy on the profile mm-hmm. um and that actually reminds me so you have a fantasy that is not on our profile that you shared yesterday do you remember actually you alluded to it in this ep- in early in this episode yeah um what what's that fantasy do you want to just share that well it's like <laughs> it's kind of like being an obvious swinger in a vanilla space mm-hmm. so we talked about like if we were to go out a date with a couple like really switching partners so i would be with you know the husband Mm -hmm. like i would walk in with the husband Mm -hmm. the other husband you would walk in with the other wife Mm -hmm. like it looks like a double date but then 
you know, maybe you like grab my ass. Yeah. Oh or, my God, that would be really sexy. Like he kiss, kisses me, and like so people are mm-hmm. looking like, wait, but I thought that she was with him. Mm-hmm. But like yeah. he just grabs her ass. That would be incredible. So that was an idea I think, I think I had shared with you, um, uh, and, and you really got intrigued by it. Cause I, I think in general, you're just like, you just want to be as, like, uh, you want to give off swinger vibes in a vanilla space. Mm-hmm. And that idea I got from the, uh, Joneses, um, mm-hmm. uh, Mr. and Mrs. Jones, um, that I thought was really good. So one day we might try that. Mm-hmm. Um, just haven't found the right couple to do it with, but I'll have to remember to put that on our profile. Well, in the right situation, like it's just... So I think, um, oh, the other thing um, was, is it worth paying on these websites? And I think it is. Um, it's worth getting the lifetime lifetime membership on SLS, I know, because it's, it, there's no reason to do that month-to-month payment because... Um, mm-hmm you'll end up paying the amount of a lifetime membership like over the course of like three months or something. Mm. Um, well, not three months, maybe over the course of like a few months, but... And you can see like people who aren't paid members. Yeah. And I don't know, you do all the screening, but I know a lot of people who don't even like look at non-paid member profiles. And non-paid members can't see their profile. Right, yeah. Um. So it's, it is worth it. I mean, you don't have to, I mean, I'd say choose the best website and then get the lifetime membership. It's just better. Um, you know, you just get more out of the site. All right. So this sticky pages will be my story. Um, and we'll, we'll see, see if you can guess, guess which experience this was. was. I know we might have talked about it. I'm just going to set but the mood. Just going to set the mood. So we okay. Going. So we were going. We met this couple online. And we were going to go meet them at a lifestyle club. And as we walked ahead, I spotted a woman wearing a black dress. She was curvy and had a really sexy walk swaying her hips from side to side. That was the female half of the couple who came to me. She came up to us both and greeted me with a hug. I can smell her perfume, and her body pressed firmly against mine. Felt good. I embraced her back. Her body felt as good as it looked. We both greeted her husband. Both of them came dressed and impressed. After some chatting and a few drinks, the crowd began to as they walked in. Then the DJ put on some reggae music. So you know I had to get started. I was on the dance floor doing my own thing. One Miss S spotted me. We danced towards each other in what felt like a Caribbean meeting ritual. Her hips swayed to the beat of the music. And I can't lie, between her moves and the way the lights bounced on her body, sexiest things I had seen all night. We finally met face to face slowly, allowing our legs to find a space to lock us together. As we got caught in a slow grind, circling each other like we were in an erotic duel. As I grabbed her hips and pulled her closer, challenge accepted, I thought. It didn't take long for her to turn around and 
putting me at a clear disadvantage in this game we were playing. The ass I saw in the silhouette earlier was now facing me directly. And it was sexy ass fuck. Her ass was huge, round, and firm. She grinded it against me like she was trying to prove a point. When we were face to face, the hardness of my dick was banging in the cell of my pants. Screaming to get out. Now we have already started a riot with a list of demands and a dozen hostages. I swear I can feel every vein pulsating. And from the way she was moving, I'm sure she could too. As she grinded her ass against me, I could feel her trying to keep my now fully erect penis between her ass cheeks. My hand fell down her body as she reached back and felt on mine. My hands traveled up her thighs up to her stomach and between her breasts. As my hands reached up her chest, I could feel her heartbeat was pounding. My hands slowly made its way down to her pussy, and it was wet as fuck. She started moaning as I massaged it, rubbing it in circles, slowly going clockwise and counterclockwise. She pulled her hand behind her and then began massaging my dick. The prison walls fell. My dick was headed for victory. Planet must have aligned because I felt like all of us stopped dancing and decided to head to the playroom. The playroom was huge. In the center, several white beds were put together, forming a big square. Each bed was separated by shears that extended from a beautiful chandelier on the ceiling. It actually smells good for a playroom. We found a spot and took our clothes off, and I had to pause. Mrs. S got naked first, and her body was epic. I knew she was sexy, but I really did not expect her to look this damn good with no clothes on. Where did this talent come from, I thought. When I saw her body, I didn't want to do anything but please it in any way I could. She must have seen the look on my face as she giggled. <laughs> I embraced her with a passionate kiss before leading her to lay down on the bed. I continued kissing her lips, moving down to her neck and giving her breasts and nipples all the attention they deserved before. Started bouncing up and down, and it was sexy as hell. I could hear the 
on my wife, on me, Mrs. S, Mr. S nearby, glistening my stomach and tripping out of Miss S as she recovered. And that was my story. All right, so that brings us to the end of our episode. I'd be curious to hear from our audience about their sticky pages. And I'd be curious to get some more feedback on our show. Yes. Um, comments and questions. Uh, we've been getting more subscribers and folks have been liking our stuff, but we'd like to hear from you guys a little bit more. Yeah, email us. Yeah, blackandkinkylifestyle at gmail.com. Rate us on iTunes. Thank you for the ratings. Thank you for our fans. Thank you for our listeners. Um, but please, um, we'd be happy to hear from you. Uh, so uh, continue subscribing rating um share our stuff if you like it yes let others know um but yeah until our next episode uh well what where are we right now so we're we're in july Mm -hmm. um okay i think we might have one more episode before our trip to um the cabin the cabin the cabin getaway hosted by more getaways their information will be in the show notes August 10th is when we'll be there. I think there's still some beds left. Yes. Um, but there might not be by the time this episode gets posted. So, um, But please do. If you're interested in Amore Getaways, um, whether you are interested in attending one of their hotel socials, um, one of their cabin getaways, um, and if you're interested in this Bliss Cruise, they're also... Um, uh, they're also uh, sponsoring um some of those um spaces but i think the november cruise might be sold out um but do um reach out to us um or them directly their email will be in the show notes but until our next episode um stay sexy stay glad so long